This week on For Crying Out Loud. Hey, let's get down to the bottom of Allison. <clears throat> because Allison, we know, we hear Adam <laughs> talk and talk. Don't worry, Adam's talk. not going to listen to this. Don't show. worry. And I just talked about our fight in the first show. So, oh, I want to have heard that. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, yeah, so don't worry. But uh, I want to. I want to get down to the bottom, like, because we get to hear. We hear Al. I mean, we hear Allison on the show, but she's funny and she's adding to the show and the humor and stuff to bring the news and stuff but we never get to at well first of all adam never really interviews his guests to begin with it let alone has he ever talked to allison or brian but let's get down to the bottom now yeah check out an all-new episode of for crying out loud this friday or go to cryingoutloudshow.com only from corolla digital This is Corolla Digital. Hello, my little apple fritters. It's me, Allison. Today's show is brought to you in part by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash BFF for your free audiobook download. Um, Audible is awesome. I don't know if you're familiar with them or not. I suspect you are. They have a bazillion, and by bazillion I mean over 100,000 audiobooks that you can download. And I don't know if you guys are into the thing of listening to books on your uh, on your iPod or on your computer or whatever, but it's such a great way to read because you can be immersed in a book. It's right there in your ear, but you can be walking or you can be on the treadmill, you can be driving, you can be pretending to listen to your friend if you have an earbud that people can't really see. So therefore... Get with the program. This is how people read nowadays. Um, And the next book that I'm going to listen to is A Game of Thrones, A Song of Fire and Ice, book one, because I watch Game of Thrones, but I'm that person who's always like, wait, who's the, what the, who's that person? And why did they do that? And, you know, it's an intelligent, subtle show. And I'm a, um, it's the opposite of subtle, dense. It's not really. But when it comes to that show, sometimes I'm dense and I feel like the people I know who have read the books or heard them and it's supposed to be a super good narrator too. Uh this this Game of Thrones, they know what's going on more than I do. Hence, I need to listen to it. Listen whenever and wherever you want, just like this podcast, this very one that you're listening to right now. Audible has over a thousand science and technology and over 1,100 science fiction and fantasy titles with more being added all the time. Um, And they have every genre. It's not just the few we've mentioned. It's every genre, including sexuality and romance. So if you like being titillated, hello. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial today. Go to www.audiblepodcast.com forward slash BFF to get your free audiobook today. Also, this episode is brought to you in part by the new Squarespace. Squarespace introduces a new content management system, making it faster and easier to create a high-quality website or blog, plus mobile responsive designs with automatic device scaling and more than 50 other new features. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com forward slash best friend and use offer code best friend seven. I do want to talk a tiny bit more about Squarespace, but first... I believe we have some iTunes comments of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. 
All right, we do have a few iTunes comments of the week this week. The first one is titled, Architects Are Evil, and it is from Terry Michelle. And for anyone who doesn't know, it is my belief that architects skew towards the megalomaniacal, and whenever I bring that up on the Adam Carolla show, everyone looks at me like I'm insane, but I'm not. Hit it, Gare. All right, it is rare to find someone self-confident enough to be truly vulnerable. And while I would still find you funny and charming, even if you were ugly and covered in boils, you are not. Not at all. True. Thanks, Terry. I forgot what his name was for a second. It's Terry. What's Terry, the name? Terry Mitchell, but I believe it's a... Based on the spelling, I would call it her name. Okay. Thanks, she Terry. <laughs> the next one is by Dirtbike Mike 26 Love, love, love it is the title. I love that. Keep it up. If you couldn't tell, I love what you're doing. I can. Thanks for sharing it with us. You're welcome. And would you like one more? I would like one more, yeah. Okay, we can have I one can't, more. I can't, can't get enough. This one is by T-Bone, and I think there's more to his name, but he'll recognize from his comment, which is titled, Coffee Makes My Pee Smell Like, and then there's an emoticon of a coffee cup and a toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there was a debate on, I think it was the Bobcat Goldthwait episodes, right? We did it just me or everyone, and some, we were talking about coffee pee smell, and none of us knew that coffee affects the smell of your pee. But, uh, but there's a very, very, very tiny vocal minority who claim it does. Yeah, I, I had never experienced that, but this was from the Bobcat Goldthwait episode, because T-Bone says, Great podcast with Robert, Allison. It says Robert in all caps. Uh, I really enjoy your show, all the segments, and Gary Bear. Hi, Gary. Hey, T-Bone. Uh, love looking forward to the next pod. I'm sorry. Looking forward to the next pod. Love you, too, me enchilada. And then there's a blue heart. Oh, that's nice. And, of course, that is a reference to the fact that I tend to address people. Not, not like people in my life, just people in my podcast listening audience as carbohydrates. But I might branch out into other things from the food pyramid i mean who knows it could really go any way but so anyway make sure to come to my live show won't you i'm gonna talk about squarespace after that because first i need to tell them august 9th i will be at nerd mount theater doing alice rosen is your new best friend live with none other than pete holmes and musical guest michael rosas so come to that okay squarespace um squarespace is a awesome content management system it is a way to build a website or a way to make your existing website much better and it has drag and drop functionality which if you've ever tried to code a web page which i have a little bit and gary has a lot then you know that it can be very difficult if you're not super versed in that stuff but being able to design a robust website that it has a great look with drag and drop, you can just you know instantly where everything's going to go. It's absolutely amazing. They have beautiful templates that are already in and of themselves great to look at. But then you can basically start editing them by just dragging a folder full of pictures and dropping it on the screen where in your website you would like it to be. And it naturally imports them without any muss or fuss. Mm -hmm. And it works You can import really your Instagram or absolutely. all your social media stuff. Yeah. And then it also does this, this live scaling where if somebody's looking at your website from a device that maybe isn't a computer, Squarespace will automatically render your site so that it looks the best for that device. So your site's going to look a little different on a computer versus an iPad or another tablet versus a a phone, but 
Squarespace will optimize it so that it looks the best on whatever device the person who is using your site is Which, viewing it through. in this day and age is actually a big deal because you have to assume that a handful of – more than a handful – a lot of people who are looking at your site might never actually do it on a computer. They might always be looking at your site on their iPhone. So the new Squarespace will hook you up with you know a mobile scaling so that everyone is seeing something that looks great. Sign up for a free account. No credit card needed. For a free trial, go to squarespace.com forward slash best friend. Then sign up for a free account. Otherwise, it would not work out just as well. No credit card needed. Just try it out and start building your website. And then if you decide to purchase it, use offer code bestfriend7 and get 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, which includes monthly and annual plans. And don't forget about free domain registration with annual plan subscriptions. That's pretty awesome. You get a free domain with annual plan subscriptions. That makes it so much easier. Yeah, it really is a lot easier than dealing with a third, you know, another company, another party to try to secure your web address and then port that over to whoever is going to manage your content. Squarespace just makes it really easy. You tell them what you want and they go out and they get it for you and uh, and take care of all the behind the scenes work. Right. That's squarespace.com forward slash best friend and use the offer code best friend seven. Forget those six other best friends. It's I, number old number seven, best friend seven here, saying use that. And current Squarespace customers can convert their accounts and content to the new Squarespace whenever they choose, or they can keep their site in the current Squarespace code. So go out, sign up. Of course, all these people track this stuff, and um, then they're able to see who comes to them through me. So help out the show, won't you? Okay. All right. Woo! I think it is time to get into some serious podcast episode. The guest for this episode is someone that I'm a huge fan of, um, none other than comedian and writer Chelsea Peretti. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hey everyone, hi, hello, it's me, Allison Rosen, and welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. My guest today is none other than Chelsea Peretti. Hello. Hello. I'm very excited to have you on my show. Me because too. I'm a big fan, and I've been following your career for like 10 years, I think. <laughs> um, and I've even made a list of all the things that we have in common. Oh, cool. It's like I'm campaigning to be your new best friend, really. Oh, okay. I don't I like do this that. on every episode. I need friends. I only I hang out with too many guys. I would love to have a, a new uh, girl in the mix. <laughs> Unless you live in this location, at which point it'll never work. I live in this chair. Oh, okay. But sometimes I, I get on the hard. ground when, when I swim out of sleep, you know? I'm yeah, not like yeah. a horse. Do they hmm. sleep standing up? Or I believe so. I don't know. I, w- I want to believe that. Can't imagine one, like, snuggled into the, <laughs> into the dirt. I can't imagine them spooning. Two horses or a horse and a cow? Two horses. A horse and a cow. I feel like they, <laughs> they don't, they're, they're segregated. Yeah, they don't speak. Because I think farms actually. I thought we could do like 20 minutes on agriculture. I was hoping to. Farms either have horses or cows. Really? That's my understanding because there's something bad happens if they mix. Really? If there's agrarian Is it like some, some kind of disease that happens? I believe. That's my understanding. But here's all the things we have in common besides a love of farm animals. We were both born in Oakland. Oh, 
Were we were we not? Um, this is based on stuff I've learned about you on the internet. Yeah, I don't know technically where I was born. I used to, which I used to um, write for Parks and Recreation. That whole staff was giving me so much. Um, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck okay. Yeah. yeah, they were giving me so much shit there because I was like, I don't know exactly what hospital I was born in, but I think that's like, does that seem oh, crazy? That's my follow up question. But I, um, I was raised there. Okay. Regardless to say. Well, wait. How do you not know, though? You just I don't have never know. Why? I think it's weird that people do know where they were born. I don't know where I was born. Yeah. I don't even know exactly what city I was born in. Southern California is like the best answer I can really give. Oh, you participate in this thing? Yeah. Yes, he does. Why are you so far away and caged I know, behind it's glass? It's weird. <laughs> it's it does a, take people by surprise weird, when he jumps in. Uh, weird location for you because yeah, he has to be back there with all the um, important controls. Did you physically attack her before or something? They had to build this. We don't talk about it. Okay. We have fair a enough. very, very, very small restraining order. It's <laughs> so, not to come within eight feet of me. Okay. Yeah. Without we, a partition. Noted. Noted. My lawyer told me not to talk about it. So I'm sorry. So, so how do you guys not know these things about where you were born? You, have how you do just you not answer asked? a question that's how do you not know? Have you ever I, I have know. you ever asked? I just wouldn't. It's like care. my family. It's not like they were like this is where you were born and when all the magic started. I mean, they don't like. They're not. I think it's weird when people know how they were conceived. That's too much yes. information. Yes, that seems strange as well. Yeah. But and I also, mean, I, if you can pinpoint it, you're not having a healthy amount of sex. Right. You're like, we know the night because it was the only night in months. Exactly. We've both written for the Village Voice. Okay. Yes. You, I interned there. In the music section, right? Yeah. I, I wrote um, listings and I wrote some music stuff as well. Yeah, it was same. around the same With time. With Eddie? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. This is this will uh, this will be interesting to the like sixteen people that know Chuck Eddie. But what was your experience of that? I always thought he was kind of a weird guy. He was, but everyone there was weird at yes. the time. I think everything's changed since then. With you know print media going out of fashion, but. Yeah, he was pretty cool. I mean, I, it sounds like he gave a lot of people opportunities. I basically set up shop in the Village Voice to the point where there was just a spare desk and I set up all my stuff in it. And then uh, the editor-in-chief at the time was just like... Don Forced. Yeah, Don Forced one day was like, like, what are you doing? Years you don't fucking work here. And I was like, oh my God. And, I, and it was a real wake-up call. I would like bought a fax machine. I was like <laughs> really setting up shop. Did you want to be a journalist? Is that what you, you know? You do they point? gave me a column, and then <laughs> it wasn't Don. I forget the other guy's name, Doug Simmons. I think they gave me a column, and then they I wrote it, and they didn't like it, and they took it away. And they were he was looking at me, and he was just like, "It just doesn't pop." Oh. And I was just like, <laughs> "Tears for life, <laughs> tears for life." What was this, what was it going to be about? This unpopping you know column. what it was going to be about tv and at the time you know when you're just starting out and you think any opportunity is going to change your life forever so it's like they were like we're going to give you a column you're going to write about tv and i'm like already seeing myself i'm a columnist mm-hmm. i'm walking around new york and i have a column you know and it's like some sense of purpose and this and, was before sex in the city right uh i don't know i have no sense of chronology okay. in my life or in general culture but, uh, yeah, so anyway, it didn't happen. But I think it's for the best because if I was a TV critic, it would have been hard to be a creative person. <laughs> yes. And plus all those people are pretty much out of jobs anyway unless they yeah. moved over onto the Internet. Um, and we both lived in New York and we now both live in L.A. Why well, live in this chair? Which is in L.A. You live in this chair. Mm. I live. 
not in this chair. Mm-mm. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> That's what we built our matching best friend chair. <laughs> yeah, I know. Abodes. I'm wondering what's at the end of this list. Does it go like crazier, or this is all? Um... It go. Uh, it kind of just lateral moves. Okay. Yeah. So I I do want to know how you feel about having moved to L.A. Though. Well, I love it. You know, I've I've never um, looked back. I don't miss. New York, really. I know, like, my New York friends are like, so how is it when I moved here? And I was like, I love it. I, I'm from Oakland, and I, I think I'm used to certain aspects of a California life that I just like better. And But New York was fun. I was just there for so many years that I felt like I experienced it. Mm-hmm. Are there things you miss about it, though? Like, for me, the adjustment, like, my life is definitely better out here. Mm-hmm. But when I go back and I walk around, I think, oh, man, I think I just never quite felt like I I never gave up on that New York dream whatever that dream is that makes everyone go there and then you realize this is not really going to happen but I still have this idea that there's some fantastic New York life that I'm not living I don't feel that way at all because my quality of life is so much better here um my my living situation like just everything is better here and then I've had so much more work since I've moved here that like I just there's nothing to be like oh man you know like I feel like I I'm, yeah, there's nothing I'm missing. I, it almost makes me feel like a sociopath because I left after being there for so many years and I didn't miss it once. <laughs> I think that just means it was the right move. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I just affirmed your life change. I'll we always take that. Both like poodles, I think. Yeah. How do you even because know that? <laughs> I've been following in a non-creepy way. I've been following. Like I said, I've I been a fan for like 10 years. Creepy. I know. It's going <laughs> to... Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. I, I do used to like read your them. blog a long time ago. Really? And I recall you saying something about like poodles are awesome. Deal with it or something. It, it was in that it sense. Was, <laughs> poodles are awesome. Deal with it. <laughs> but you know, but no. I think uh, I think that my point with poodles has always been just don't cut them with these stupid haircuts. Yes. If you just cut their hair like the same length all over, they look cool. They look like little cute, cool <laughs> dogs. <laughs> But anyway, I, I don't right. want to get too impassioned about this. No, it's true. Yeah, I, I, there is no love in my heart for a poodle that has pom poms. Also, over it. don't get a white one. Get like a jet black poodle mm-hmm. and cut its fur even, and they're the cutest dogs mm-hmm. on earth. We had when I was growing up, we had a miniature black poodle that had a normal, like a puppy cut. Me named, too. Named Woofy. Named Rufus. <laughs> oh, see, gotta put that on the list. I think maybe we both dislike soup for some reason. Yeah. I my, okay. You tweeted something. I didn't know if you were serious or not. No, I don't like soup. I think it's overrated. Yeah, it's, it's just boring. liquidy. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. it's and- just the same texture over and over. Oh, great! I have fifty more spoonfuls of this to get through. <laughs> and and here's the thing, though. People claim that it's so good. That's my problem with it. Because there's people who are like, they will tweet. There's nothing better than soup or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but know? there's like also a million people things. who love fall, you know, who are like, oh, the crisp air of fall. Yeah. Like, I, there's a lot of people who have terrible opinions. I actually like fall. Oh. <laughs> well, crumple up that list. I know. We're there done goes so. our best friend necklace. <laughs> says, you don't like fall? I hate cold. Oh, uh, well, I would rather be hot than like cold. LA, right? Yeah, I love the weather. It's like every single day. Oh, great. It's perfect out. Do perfect. you enjoy August? The worst month I'll of take all. it over winter in New York any day. I mean, I disappeared for six months of the year in the East Coast because okay. I can't take being cold. Where in New York did you live? 
I lived all over. I lived in the East Village a lot. I lived in Nolita at the end. I went out to Fort Greene and Park Slope for a couple years in the middle there. Um, so that's basically it. We both like Game of Thrones. Yes, love it. I'm very behind right now, though. It's terrible. Oh, yeah, okay. So don't I won't say anything. anything. Um, this one is kind of true for everyone, and it's a little bit of a repeat, but we both like puppies. <laughs> <laughs> no, next no. to me, we both have hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait a minute. Also, do you do this with all your guests? No, I never have. <laughs> I, just, I just started making notes when I was you know, researching, yeah. and then I'm like, oh my God, look at all these commonalities that, that is, I'm forcing into crazy. a list. It is It is a lot. It's mirror images, I know. But were you raised in Oakland or just born there? No, I was just born there. And then I lived there for like a year. And then I moved down to Orange County. Mm, okay. I make it sound like I packed up my <laughs> tiny van. Yeah. And decided you to- know what? I'm going to hit the road for a bit. <laughs> I don't like these other 16-month-olds. Yeah. They're not my speed. So, yeah, then I came down to Orange County. Uh, lived there. Went to college in Claremont. Went back to Orange County. And then moved to New York and was there for eight years. And then came back here a couple years ago. Um, and... So I'm realizing that this is what I should have said before. Hmm. All the things that people, I mean, I feel like people who are listening to this probably already know who you are because everyone, everyone should know who you are. But Uh, lest they don't, you and your brother were responsible going way back for Black People Love Us, the viral hit website and the rejection hotline, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Which Gary didn't know what that was. Can you educate him? Gary, that was just a phone number we created. We got a phone line that you could hand out at clubs or wherever people are hitting on you that you don't want to give their your actual number. And then you could just give this random number and it had like this phone tree of rejection messages on it. <laughs> I was like, you know, rejection specialists are standing by kind of thing. Yeah, actually, I, I did know what it was, but w- there was a miscommunication. I was searching to figure out exactly which one yours is because there's a million you know, copycats now. Now there are. I know. And I couldn't find it by using your name and rejection in Google. And that, so we misunderstood. But yeah, I, that was, that went around like wildfire, like yeah. right at the end of high school, beginning of college for me. But it, that thing, those things are so funny. Yeah, we did those two projects and everyone would, every interview would ask us like, so are you making money off this? Are you making money off this? And we were always like, no. And then it's like, yeah, all these people tried to like monetize the rejection line or whatever, which I don't know. But I don't know if anyone had any success with that, but... Yeah, they were trying. I, I doubt it. I yeah. feel like the attempts to monetize internet things. Yeah, it's like the whole point is like, out. what? This is just a free service you can give out, and then it's yeah. like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, for five dollars you can have a. I don't know. Just it makes no sense to me. But right, but it but it did open a bunch of doors. Yeah, projects. I mean those things. I think I was you know just out of college for those things and. You know, we went on Good Morning America with Diane Sawyer and we were in the New York Times and we got to like, first of all, learn a lot about how all these different things work. And, you know, we sold some shows. We sold four shows to different cable networks that never got made. But like a lot of stuff came from it. And was I, that disappointing that they didn't get made? You know, I don't know. There, I feel like it's funny. I was just talking to my friend about this this morning. It's like. At this point, there's so many things that don't happen that it's like I don't even register. Like I'm not expecting anything to change my life anymore like I once did. Like I think it's like a cumulative thing. Whereas when I was first starting out, I think everything I I would try to hold back, but I'd have a fantasy of like my life will be forever changed, you know. Right. Right. Like Um, I'm a columnist now. Like that thing. Yeah. I know. 
Um, I can't even remember if I was disappointed or not, but I think, you know, as these things go, it's like, it was a slow process of like, okay, this one's not going to happen. This, you know, but I think it was more of a triumph that we had no experience whatsoever. And because we had ideas people liked, we were able to sell these four shows with no experience. So I think, you know, I think we saw it as a positive because we're super pause. Oh yeah. You know, the Paredes were very, very <laughs> pause as people. You probably come from a long line of pause. People. Oh, just pause nonstop pee-pees. positive thinking. I was just raised to really believe in myself. When you run into someone who's negs on life, mm-hmm. how do you feel? Um, should I answer sarcastically or truthfully? I'm getting lost in my own sarcasm. Uh, I identify. I don't identify, you know, as much as I work. Wait, I wasn't prepared for an earnest answer. Now I am. Okay. Okay. Ready? (laughs) Yeah. I try to, to legit keep it pause, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, at the same time, I tend to identify with broken people. Like if someone just seems squeaky clean and happy, I'm just like, why? Like where something's got to be, missing like i don't what's the missing piece like i'm always yes, just hunting. i'm always convinced that there's a lot of darkness deep down yeah. i feel like that's the kind of person who has you know a collection of eyeballs or i don't know what yeah. or is, is going to harm someone like i feel like there's basically two kinds of people this is my theory lately oh good of like people like whose theories. parents loved them and told them that they were great and people whose parents didn't whether they may have felt that but they didn't express it in a clear and sustained way Mm -hmm. and i feel like those two groups of people are going to be drawn to different things in entertainment and in the world in general you know do you think the people who were confident in their parents love are drawn towards being performers because i every day i have a new theory on Mm -hmm. People who want to be in the public eye, people who perform, like, what the hell that is. I think they're all broken, and I think they're all narcissists, and, like, I I don't know. I don't know of... I can't think of someone in entertainment who, like, if you don't talk to them for a couple hours, you're not going to find out some deep, (laughs) dark place that, you know, they're trying to fix through performing. Why would anyone subject themselves to the level of criticism um, and also the weirdness of of people who even like you is also uncomfortable and strange. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the normal response is to think I'm comfortable in this group of friends, but the idea of getting on stage is terrifying as opposed to I'm often more comfortable performing than mm-hmm. relating. Yeah. Yeah. That's so depressing sounding, <laughs> but you know, but in like a pause way. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, in, I remember in high school overhearing a cheerleader say to her friend, we were all reading Catcher in the Rye mm-hmm. and uh, in school. And she said that she liked Catcher in the Rye, but the thing is that Holden is just two negs on life. Mm. And I, that always stayed with me. I can't that really critique. remember Catcher in the Rye. I know it's seminal. Yes. It's in a, it's in a canon. <laughs> yes. Or it's in, more than one. Yes. Several um, canons. Yeah. He, Holden is uh, an, a high schooler and... He's very upset with what he calls the phoniness of the adult world. Right, and right. he wants to protect the innocence of kids. And he's, you know, like a very introspective and insightful. And But to, put to this uh, girl, he was negs. I mean, maybe, maybe if I went back, I would read it and think. Yeah. I should reread it. It's Screamingly like, I feel like negs. My, my brain doesn't retain anything. I know I actually read it in, like within the last decade because I was like, I don't rem- like I don't know about this book or and everyone always talks about it. And I already forget everything about it. I but, don't really read books anymore. Yeah, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. I don't have the attention span. Speaking of Twitter, though. Yes. Um, you're one of my favorite people 
Uh, and by the way, the all the interviews are not this effusive. I'm really blowing more smoke <laughs> well, up your ass than you. like anyone because it's oh, real. Thanks. It's real smoke, ass smoke. Um, <laughs> you're one of my favorite people on Twitter. Thank you. You and Dave Hill. Oh, I should follow him. He's right? funny, yeah. yeah. Um, but and Instagram. And I'm wondering when I look at your tweets and the stuff on Instagram mm-hmm. as you travel around, it seems like oh you're having such a good time and you're you, they seem super pause right. <laughs> but it, do they? Is, yeah, I mean, they I did put like pictures of like a filthy carpet in a hotel and like a. I ex- like the green room. Exposed. Oh yeah, like the sad green room <laughs> yeah, things just with like no the food. Shitty folding <laughs> yeah. chair and a window out to nothing. Yeah, yeah. I think as those things are interesting because I think people have varied perceptions of like. If you're in entertainment at all, they think that you just have like a glamorous like existence. And I'm always like shocked by even at a very high level, which I'm not. I, I'm shocked when I see friends who have way more going on at certain things they have to deal with where I'm like, what? Even when you're super rich and famous, you have to deal with this, that or the other. So I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I I think that all those things like Instagram and Twitter, I try not to get too into like vulnerable, sad musings because I just don't feel that that benefits my career in any way. And I have a therapist and I have friendships that I can share those thoughts with. So I don't I'm not a real fan of people who use um especially comedians, I mean, I'm talking about who use Twitter to like get super emo with people. But um, sometimes I'll do it, but I try to avoid that. Do you enjoy being on the road? I actually do. I mean, it depends. Like I've been traveling a lot lately and I wind up being home for a few nights a week and it makes me a little crazed. Like I am a homebody, but I also love like seeing new places, especially like a lot of people, you know, don't ever see parts of the United States like I I do think it's interesting that all these things are parts of the United States when I've lived in the coasts and seen these very specific worlds to see more of the states is cool and uh, eat food all over the place I'm always like compulsively yelping and cross-checking on chef's feed and whatever apps I can get a hold of do you actually um, post reviews on Yelp? No, that's what I was yeah. thinking. I never would ever write a Yelp review, yet I rely on people who would do something I would never do mm-hmm. <laughs> for my food information. But anyway, and I do think Yelp is pretty funny as I've been Instagramming some screenshots <laughs> to mixed reactions. But uh, what I like, someone wrote, and I don't know if they were being serious or not, um, I followed you for pictures. I don't want to. Oh yeah! Don't put text. You know, but people have little fucking snipey little feedback on everything. I'm like, you know what? I don't know who you are, and I'm not asking for your feedback. So that was like an actual annoying comment. Yeah, but then it's like sometimes I go after people, and then they're like, I'm sorry, you know, and then I'm like, I guess I just have to have like a thick skin and a like you know a good sense of humor because people say shitty things but they're saying it like they want to play with me but Mm -hmm. i don't know them and they're not comedians so they don't have a sense of how to be funny and say something shitty so it just comes off as insulting sometimes but at the end of the day so many of the times that that happens they wind up being like i love you i just like am an asshole (laughs) or whatever so see you're the bazillionth person i've heard say something like you know, when you go after them, then they apologize. However, mm-hmm. my haters do never, not. they do not. I'm trying to think if there's even once that someone's like, once someone I should down. like counsel you through. Oh, that would help me. One yeah. of them. I mean, I've been really getting into it with people on Twitter. I don't know. I used to Can not you make do all it. The, like, are you like a troll whisperer? Can you make them all fold? I don't know. I mean, it depends. I guess maybe I just feel 
like with certain issues I feel like I am gonna win. But you know, I don't know. I think I could help you. Okay. Do the negative comments hurt your feelings? Sometimes. Sometimes they're they're funny, you know, like it depends. Like sometimes I really will laugh at someone shitting on me and it makes me laugh, but it's just like it literally I do think it comes down to if someone's funny and if they have good judgment about how to say something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um sometimes it's really annoying and you know, then I have to go there's bigger things to worry about in life than, you know, just someone's little snippy remark. Yeah. Yeah. Um so you were a writer on the Sarah Silverman program yes. and on Parks and Rec. And yes. you recently decided to leave Parks and Rec, though. Right. Why? Um, I loved it there. And, you know, obviously it's a dream writing job. I just, you know, I've always wanted to perform and to write. And I I couldn't basically perform with that job. It was just the hours were, you know, in the spectrum of TV writing, they're not the worst hours possible, but they're just, for me, like, I was having to cancel shows every night, and I couldn't go on the road on the weekends and things like that, and it's just, you know, I, I started feeling like I need to do certain things that I couldn't do. It, basically, if I had that job, that's really all I could do in a in certain sense. So, um, you know, that's the main reason. Mm-hmm. So the plan now is to focus on... On all the things on stand up, and and I'm also working on a show idea for myself. So those two things were important to me. A show idea to be performed live or a TV no show? a TV show, yeah. Um, okay, so I heard you talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. on, which is my favorite book. Not I really. haven't read it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I've only skipped around as well. It was so funny because see, I've been making fun of the book. My impression of the book is. Um, he kissed my sex. It was exquisite. I exploded in a thousand pieces or whatever because yeah. I feel like she keeps climaxing like that. Yeah. But your, <laughs> your uh, take on it was so much better, which is that everything he's doing is are annoying. Yes. It's like a kind of guy where you'd be like, Ugh, get off me. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. And I, I um, yeah, I, I talked about, I read passages from, because I just picked it up. I was working on, I was writing for Portlandia and they had a copy of it in their offices and I just picked it up and to a random page and I just read some of it out loud and we were just cracking up because it's just like everything in there. I'm like, ew, ew, get off me. Ugh. Like the guy yeah. just sounds like he's all over her and like just this uh, every, it was very like overly adjectived Writing. Yeah. And 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 yet I think the disconnect for me is that there's a lot of adjectives, but none of it's hot. Yeah. And yet people are saying it's but it's it's weird. I I feel like it's it's got to be geared towards older women. Right. Like, I feel like there's an element of it that's like if you're in this day and age, you're texting, you're there. There's so much stuff you can get into with (laughs) with a young man in this day and age like this kind of writing. I don't it's very like. It feels like 80s or something. Like, it feels like for people who liked Harlequin romance right. novels. You know? Right. My sister and I used to refer to them as books with puff because my, our mom read them. They're, all those romance novels, the right, title right. is like raised and in yeah, foil, yeah, you yeah. know? So, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I couldn't believe like this is what it's all about. I mean, I, I guess I haven't read more of it, but it, it seems pretty unsexy to me. I don't think you need to read more. I can tell you. I'm gonna I flipped try to around. Read I was embarrassed that I downloaded it, and then I flipped around. And I'm like, I can't. I can't find the parts that everyone's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Pete Holmes for one minute. 
Because um, he's going to be on my live show uh-huh. on August 9th okay. at Nerd Melt. And um, he and I have done each other's podcast. Yeah. And he said that his podcast, he doesn't call it an interview podcast. He calls it a conversation. And mm-hmm. I said, that is the most pretentious thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Where do you come down on that? Uh, interview versus conversation. I don't, it's just so uninteresting. I can't really have like a, st- a strong stance on that. I just That's have never to, I have to tune it out. Like most things, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like what, what were we talking about? Me and Brendan Walsh, my friend, he's a comedian and he's my neighbor. And we were talking about, uh, Oh, he sent me, he forwarded me an email of like a comedy class. You know, we, we forward each other all our spam emails, me and Brendan, because <laughs> uh, it's just cathartic, you know, just to have some use of these spams. So he sent me this thing like, let's take this comedy class or whatever. <laughs> and we were saying it would be funny if we all showed up. The teacher would just be so stressed out with all these comedians <laughs> right. walked in who have actual like work that they do and uh then we were saying it would be funny if pete holmes wound up being the instructor and we walk in and he's in like a beret and a turtleneck and he's like what is comedy and we're like no (laughs) so that i hope he does that um okay i think we should do a segment called topic sombrero it's the topic Topic Sombrero We asked for topics and you sent them in It's the Topic Topic Sombrero Now pick a topic and let's begin It's the Topic Sombrero All right, these are things that uh, listeners have Mm -hmm. sent in that they want to hear discussed Okay Is cheating wrong if your better half never finds out? Uh, yes. I mean, I'm very anti-cheating due to my whole family lore and uh, being a child of divorce, which involved cheating and things like that. Um, so for me, I think cheating just is a real, like, it depends on who the person is. Some people, it's just not a deal breaker. For me, it is. I've never cheated on someone, but that doesn't mean I'm not capable of it. I know myself well enough at this point that, like, anytime I think I wouldn't do something or another, I might be open to it in five years, but... Uh, you know, I don't think I'm a cheater and I don't really like cheating Mm -hmm. personally. If you did cheat, would you tell the person? I probably would. I'm not a good liar. I don't like secrets very much. And I also just don't get it really. Like, I just feel like just break up. Why have the pretense of monogamy? Like if you want to cheat, just break up. It's like people want to have it all like, or, you know, I know there's a certain, guys that I know that have girlfriends all the time but are always cheating and it's like I just don't understand you want this the there's something kind of sociopathic about that to yeah me. the fact that you can act one way and then go home and act that. an entirely yeah. other way you want the benefits of what it's like to be in a relationship without the actual soul of that you yeah. know so exactly I don't know I find it creepy but I mean Whatever. I have a friend who was cheated on. It was like the least of her issues with that relationship. There was deeper. There was other emotional stuff going on that she was more concerned about than that. She's like, yeah, he kissed someone at a party or I, you know, made out with someone here or there. Like for me, that would be like, uh, I don't know, you know, probably. Yeah. Well, that actually goes into this email that I received, which is long. Mm -hmm. And I think I will read the email and then let's get this guy on the phone and because we are going to need some clarification. Okay. Here's uh, part of the email. I am a notorious fuck-up when it comes to living life. I am in a relationship. First of all, that's so self-involved already that he thinks he's notorious. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. All right. It's a little, uh, a little flowery. Uh, I'm in a relationship and have been for three months now. I really love spending time with the person that I'm with, and I think she is a great girl. The problem is that from the beginning, I knew she wasn't the one, but nevertheless, the relationship is continuing to progress. Mm. I feel like I am leading her on, and in a way I am, but just because I am not head over heels for this girl, does that mean I should break it off? It is clear to me that she likes me way more than I like her, and that makes me feel, for lack of a better word, icky. We are plan. <laughs> we are actually planning on moving in together, which what? I am fine with. What? I know that is not the next sentence, dude. Because I am poor and live in California, <laughs> and it would be better than having a roommate. Because I am poor is the best. Oh my god! The real problem is this: in my head, I am completely in love with someone else who I doubt I will ever be with. My girlfriend has no idea that this other girl even exists. Hmm. I talked to the other girl on a. They've pretty- been together three months, yeah. and they're moving in. He's in love with someone else. This sounds good. I know. It's all the ingredients for a happy uh, relationship in Mm -hmm. life. Pregnancy. (laughs) Uh, I talk to the other girl on a pretty regular basis, and we, the other girl and I, tell each other that we love one another when we talk. The other girl lives out of the state, and we have never officially dated, but we did make out out once while drunk. Mm -hmm. The other girl knows I have a girlfriend, and she has a boyfriend of her own. What do you think I should do? Kill yourself. (laughs) Is that an option? I mean, I don't know. We're we're going to talk to him in a moment. So oh. it might be. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is like one of those people when like, they have just so much bad decision making and drama that like when they ask for advice, you're just stumped because you're just like, be a yeah. different person. Right. You know, like start over, start from scratch. All right. Let's get this guy on the phone. Hello? Nick? Yeah. Hello, can you hear me? I can. Okay, Chelsea and I have a lot of questions for you. Um, uh, why are you moving in with this girl that you don't like all that much, who likes you more? Well, it's not that I don't like her. It's, I don't know, it's really hard to explain because, like, I like I like her as a person. Like, she, like we're in a good relationship. I'm happy, you know. She like it's a good relationship, but like like I said, like at the beginning, I just knew like this this isn't gonna work out eventually. But it doesn't mean it's not gonna work out right now. Does that make Sub, sense? Subtitle: I'm poor. <laughs> subtitle: I'm poor. It's not, <laughs> just, it's not just about that. I mean, you did say that in your email yeah, as the reason. But that's part. Of, it's part of the reason. But I mean, I, <laughs> that's always romantic. <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoy spending time with her. We get along great. The relationship itself is great. She's a great like, girl. Yeah. A thing that no girl ever wants to hear about herself. Right. Listen, she's a great girl. She's, she's a nice great. gal. She's a neat gal. But you know how, like, when you're in, like, certain relationships and, like, one person is getting something out of the relationship and the other person isn't? But don't it's, you just end it at that yeah. point? But... Uh, and need a place to live. It's not. It's not just about having a place to live. I mean, I, I care about her a lot. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you, you realize. <laughs> sounds like you realize the value of her, and you wish you could make yourself be into her more. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what's the deal with this other woman that you're in love with, who has a boyfriend, and that you've other, made out with once? The other. The deal with that is that it's never going to happen, and I've I've come to the realization that we're not going to be together. And so, in my mind, that's kind of, like, out of the picture. So, Why are you never going to be together? 
because, like, she, I mean, we live too far away from each other. I mean, it's never worked, it just never worked out. I mean, we've known each other for a long time, and I told her, you know, how I feel. She feels like, it, it like, I don't, I think I like her more than she likes me, but, I mean, we have, I don't, it, it's, it's really complicated. What, did with, you, like, did you major in feminism or something? <laughs> you have the vibe of someone who cries a lot. Uh, probably. I've got a lot of emotional problems. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this is just a mess. I mean, sh- you know, we're going to say different things because I'm blunt and rude and you seem very compassionate. Thank you. But I think don't move in with this girl. Tell her that you feel exactly what you're saying to us. You should say to her, I feel like you may be more intense around this relationship than I am. And it makes me feel bad because I like you, but I don't know if I feel the same level of intensity about it. And don't move in with her. Get a job so you can make more money. Have some goals so that you can support yourself and not have to move in with people you don't like. And maybe... The thing thing is, it's not that I don't like her. Like, I like her a lot. Like, the relationship is good. No one said you didn't like her, but it's like, if you don't feel any spark and you feel like it's imbalanced, why move in together? At least you could still keep seeing her, but maybe you should be more honest with her. I, I should be more honest with her. But it's like, I mean, we get along, it's because we get along great and because, you know, everything, like, it's Can kind you of like, are you saying, I, I, <laughs> I, are you saying, but I don't want to, like, I should be more honest with her, but I don't want to. We're wanna? gang raping him with advice. And no, it, it's more, I, I want to be more honest with her, but I'm a pussy. Right. Man like, up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. I don't want to well, here, I don't want to hurt her. Well, just don't think, move in. I think, yeah, I agree with that. I think you guys are, I, I agree with what everyone's saying. Here's the thing. There are, there is this idea that love, this is based on um, Game of Thrones. There's this idea <laughs> that love can grow between two people where the spark isn't there. So if you're committed to like making it work with this girl, which it doesn't really sound like you are, I, I think it is possible that it could. However, it's certainly not going to if you're going to have feelings for someone else, you know? So it's like, do you want to really give it a go? Really, yeah. really? No, I don't. Then there you go. Uh, yeah, like, to me, in my mind, it's sort of like a means to an end. Like, I'm yeah. like, okay, we'll move in together, and we'll spend a year together, and at the end of that year, that'll be it. And then What's we'll the end, then? What's, it's a means to an end. Doesn't that mean that it's like you get something out of it? What do you get? I mean, I'm How's just kind of hoping that eventually she'll just get sick of me. Oh, yeah. don't do that. That's very narcissistic. I think, like, she's a big girl, right? How old is she? <laughs> I don't want to make assumptions. She's, she's 20. She's 20. How old are you? I'm, tw- I'm 22. Oh, you're you're too young to fuck with each other this much. I mean, granted, that is something that people do when they're young, but still. You don't need to be in an obligatory relationship when you're 22. You could be out, like, playing the field. Yeah, it's going to get so messy. We were just talking about guys we know that have girlfriends who cheat all the time and how there's something sociopathic about that. Don't be that guy. But the thing is, it's not that I, I don't want to cheat, and that's the thing. Like, okay, I can break up with her, and I'll be single. But I don't really want to be single. Like, I don't want to be playing the field and going out and you know meeting you know banging chicks or whatever. Like, fine, that, but that find mean. someone you like more. Maybe you don't have to play the field. Look for the right person a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Too, I think I'm just kind of afraid. You to keep be alone. saying you keep saying you don't want to hurt her feelings, man. But you're you're talking about moving in with her, and she really feels for you. So that's just amping up how bad you're going to eventually hurt her feelings. Like, yeah. I understand yeah, I'll, where I'll you're coming out. from, but 
at a certain point, you like have to make the decision that you don't want to be the bigger dickhead nine months down the road. Yeah. Right. It's like yep. there's. I've learned this as I've gotten older. It's like there's short term hurting someone's feelings and long term hurting someone's feelings. Like if you short term yeah. hurt her feelings by just going, I'm not feeling this, versus taking a year of her life and then I, being oh. like, ta-da, I actually didn't like you that much at the end of a year. What What is the upside of that? I, and that's why, like, that's why I feel like such a dick, you know? Like, I feel like I'm, I, like I said, I'm like, I'm leaving Iran. Can I suggest I something to you? Not wanting to hurt someone's feelings in the short term, I think, because I am like this too, is more about not wanting anyone to be upset with you. Yeah. And wanting I, to wanting to maintain the image of being the good guy. But you're mm-hmm. so not. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like I was, I was with her today, and there are times like she'll say, "I love you," and I don't even hear her say that. So I'll <laughs> cool. Complete, I'll completely <laughs> blank it, and then she'll be like, "You didn't even say that back." I'll be like, "What? You didn't even say anything." See, but it's 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 already not working. So I think moving in together is is going to make it more uncomfortable, and not in the way that's going to give you the exit you're looking for. So I agree with um with with Gary and Chelsea, which is uh, just uh, cut the cord. Okay. Rip the band-aid off. I know know you guys are right, and I kind of just need to hear that from other people, and that's kind of why I called. Like, I mean, I know what what the right answer is, you know. You can still, yeah, yeah. Well, well, good luck with all of that, and just remember, when you're um, single, you can still listen to this great podcast. Okay, bye. I will. Can can, can I say something real quick? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I just want to say that I love you guys. Allison, I love you. I oh, love thanks. your show. Thank you. Keep, keep on doing what you're doing because you're great. Oh, so. thank you very much. Okay, bye. Well, bye. I think we fixed him. <laughs> His voice, like, he seems like the kind of boyfriend you would have where you're up till five in the morning talking and fighting, like, every other night, you know, yeah. where he's like, no, it's just like, I like you, but I just, I just, like, it, it seems like he, he likes being in that kind of, like, pained, heightened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I used to have relationships that were complicated like that and then people would say like it's nothing is this complicated it's simple and i did that didn't make sense to me when i was young but now it does like i really think that that attitude of like i would hurt someone so much if i removed myself from their life it's like it's very like narcissistic but it's posed as you're trying to be nice and it's Mm -hmm. like well why do you think you're the center of someone's world like if you are they might have emotional issues that aren't about you that they they if they actually depend on you that much then it isn't about you yeah by especially definition. after three months yeah yeah see I remember like the this guy that I was uh, hung up on when I was nineteen he was twenty seven and he didn't have a driver's license so mm-hmm. I did all the driving um, he was in a band and he was very afraid of you know hooking up with a woman who would just want to marry him mm. <laughs> like. I don't think you need to worry about that that much. Yeah. <laughs> you have like, nothing that you bring to the table whatsoever. Right. I mean, you have great hair, but I don't know. Mm, that's big. Um, I think it might be some Just Me or Everyone time. Get ready for another song. Okay. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay, these are uh, things that people do or think, and they wonder, is it just them, or is it everyone? And, okay, let's see. Zanera Park says, Licking Cheeto fingers clean when alone, not knowing what to do with Cheeto fingers when in public, hopefully an available napkin. 
I'm getting deja vu. So I don't know if maybe we did this with Dorito fingers or something, but um, I uh, I I avoid orange foods for that reason because cheetah fingers is a situation that you don't want to have to deal with in public. And then also, even if you lick them clean, it doesn't really get the orange off. Chelsea, I feel like you eat healthier foods than Cheetos. <laughs> I mean, I like Cheetos, but I just like don't really buy that very much. Yeah. Um, okay. When I'm at the airport, uh, Comet Boy 5000 says, when I'm at the airport and I go through TSA, I feel like I'm getting away with smuggling Coke, even though it's only shampoo. I very much feel that way always. Like I feel like, um, like I'm pulling something off, even though I'm not. I'm more interested in the name Comment Boy 5000. I mean, that's like his identity as a commenter. Well, Interesting. He, he's probably really happy because this one is a repeat. Oh. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Jim Norton episode, actually. My bad. Oh. This one's my fault, so sorry. But, mm. yeah, thanks, and I did, Boy. I didn't get deja vu, though, even though we already did it. That shows that my deja vu sense is off. All right. Um, okay, Zanera Park. Again, says, when I wake up from dreams, I continue that same dream when I fall back asleep. I sometimes have that, and it's only with nightmares. Anyone? You guys don't have that at all? No, definitely not. Oh, no. I was reading a different one. I'm sorry. I'm being terrible. That's okay. This is <laughs> you, do you see one that you'd like to do? I was reading, I smear my butt print <laughs> off everything I yeah. sit on. The sand at the beach, couch cushions, movie theater seats, etc. In my mind, I'm like, ew, your butt leaves a print everywhere? Like, I'm like, what are you, eating Alestra? Like, why is this happening? Oh, yeah. And then that I realized, like. cause leaky butt yeah. situations. Leaky butt syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but I was just like puzzling over that. I was so consumed by it that I didn't listen to the other one you were reading. But that is, um, that is, I guess she's just saying like if there's but if what? there's an an indentation, right. makes me wonder if she's self conscious about her butt size. Yeah, it's interesting. Because I don't wipe my uh, butt print off of things. Maybe she has an Audi butthole. <laughs> <laughs> And so she doesn't want anyone to know. From now on, if anyone ever says, ask me about Annie or Audi, which doesn't yeah. come up very much anymore. That would be the only thing that would justify that level of obsession. <laughs> right. I'm trying to imagine what that would even look like. I'll do some Google searches. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I feel like you'd, you'd land on goats way too fast. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Alex Austin says... Leave the bathroom and walk around the house every time I brush my teeth instead of staring in mirror for two minutes. Yes. Yes, I do that Absolutely. too. Absolutely. What is that? You feel like you've like done a prison break. You're, you're like <laughs> walking around your house. See, see, I look how free I am. Like, I don't know who we're rebelling against. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to tweet with one hand. That's because I always go to my phone usually. Yeah. I also, even when I, I lotion after mm-hmm. every shower, do you do that? Um, no, I don't, actually. I, was like, I, feel I probably should. I was co-parented by a black woman, and oh, she, like, an was big into yeah. lotioning. So I lotion after every shower, and, like, um, I will also take that out into the living room. <laughs> like, my bathroom cannot cage me. I what kind am- of lotion do you use? Cocoa butter. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Vaseline Intensive Care Cocoa Butter. My friend, um, my friend, oh, this is, I'm trying to figure out how to get into this story. I'll just, uh, I'll just, uh, just tell the whole thing and I'll just make it fast. So 
When I used to do, I used to do this show. You're not a good hype man for yourself. No, I'm horrible. You're like, I'll just get through this shitty anecdote. Here we go. I'm going. No. I'm going to start now. The other, the other night, I was, uh, I was pitching something, and I'm going to make it. I'm making a vague made up movie. Oh no, no, that's no? not. That wasn't even the story. That one's too raw. Still, that was bad. No, it was. I was pitching an idea, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be a terrible idea. But and yeah, you know, yeah. a coworker was like, wow, you really know how that's to sell it. That's a common it. common pitch thing that people do in writers' rooms too, where people don't like that. Where you, if you say like, this is a bad idea, but it's like, how can it not be? Sometimes you know it's kind of dumb, right. but you're like, maybe there's some germ in it that's good. It's, yes. it's hard to always yeah, be it's like, talking this out is genius. <laughs> right? Yeah. So why is it that you're not supposed to do that then? Is it because, because everyone's like you got to sell like, your... If it's really bad, don't say it. And if it is, if there is some germ to it, just say it in the most confident, creative way you can. Because I, I don't know. I Must guess we people bullshit each other like that. That's what I would say to that. I guess people just don't want to hear that kind of <laughs> whining intro. <laughs> I but guess I mean, maybe I... there's something needy about it. Yeah, or just like it, it's just a waste of everyone's time, basically, because they're just yeah, like, a... just let's hear the idea. And if you're in a writer's room for like eight hour, twelve hour days, you kind of are like, all right, great, great, it's a bad idea. And then, don't okay, say were it. you the person that apologized for your ideas, or were you the person that was annoyed when other people did? Um, well, no, I, I would, I definitely am wired to have that kind of instinct to be like, uh, this is garbage, but, da, 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 da. <laughs> but I mean, even like after doing it for a while, I still sometimes want to say this is lunacy, but da 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 da. Yeah, I, I just think it's kind of human. I don't know. Maybe, maybe some people are better than others at avoiding it. Yeah, some people don't admit to insecurity or weakness or vulnerability or being overly analytical. Yeah. That's all I am. I mean, I see that benefit people all the time. I think it can very much benefit people to to be confident. Yeah. (laughs) That's, I'm going to work on that. Here's an excellent story, you guys. So when I lived in Brooklyn, uh, I would do a version of this show that was different, but had the same name out of my apartment. Uh, And one of the segments was I had gone on this audition and I ended up getting the thing, but the guy wanted me to like, okay, do it again, um, but you know, a little more sexy. <laughs> and so, and take your pants off and do it again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, get on your knees and a little more sexy. Um, a little sexier. <laughs> yeah. Okay, blow me a little sexier. Thank you. <laughs> we'll call you. Right, okay, I can't even hear the jokes you're making right now because so um, we don't need them. And uh, that was him talking to me, right, not right. me talking to you. you know? <laughs> right. Right. So. Anyway, so I like, you know, redid the whatever it was, a little more sexy. And then he said, okay, you pretty much just lowered your voice. <laughs> uh, I, and, I, and I was like, you didn't bring any vibe of sexiness No, I just it. went like, I am awesome. <laughs> and I like, so I was like, I don't. Uh, you pretty much just did a thick Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you thought was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I realized I don't. Know what they mean by sexy? You and I just mean do that- a German accent because you're into German porn. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. You want sexy? <laughs> Can't do one, or I'd do it right now. Yeah. So, but but yeah, I realized. When- Have you any meal? <laughs> It'd be weird if that was exactly do. what turned him on. Then you know, <laughs> be casting kismet. 
So I was like, I don't, I, like, what does it even mean, be more sexy? And I know this sounds like a ridiculous question, but I really, like, all of a sudden, sort of common knowledge broke down for me. Like, when you're like, what does two plus two equal? I can't wrap my head around it. Mm, mm. So I really <laughs> was like, I don't get, like, what does that even mean to be more sexy? Which is kind of, I, I in general, <laughs> I don't really know how to affect that. Mm. I know this seems hard to believe. But mm-hmm. so uh, my friend came over and we we're going to do a segment on because she's like, quote unquote, sexy a segment <laughs> on <laughs> a nice compliment. <laughs> You're right. That's, no, but that that does that, she listen? No, I don't think so. That represent that indicates my feelings about the word sexy not my mm. feelings about my right, friend right, right, right. um and she was going to you know show tips and because she worked at a women's magazine anyway so it was like tips and tricks for being more sexy and one of mm. them was cocoa butter she said that men fucking <laughs> love it have you noticed the men always tell you you smell good mm. yes they say <laughs> i smell good they're like your skin is so soft i mean you know all around wonderful love maker. <laughs> she, this my quote unquote sexy friend also got on my case, and I don't think it was the same segment for not having one of those puffs in the shower that you exfoliate. I have that. With. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the only one in the world who doesn't exfoliate. I don't exfoliate. I exfoliate. I don't use then cocoa, I cocoa butter. butter and you my must be skin so supple. Is uh, it just is sumptuous? No, and on the road you do this too. No. Okay. All my whole hygiene goes down the <laughs> toilet when I'm on the road. Like, I don't bring my electric toothbrush. I don't. That's why going on the road a lot, I feel like, oh, my God, my hair is falling apart, my skin. It's like, got to get back. Got to get back. Um, the voice you just used a second ago reminded me of one of my favorite things you do, which is the QVC sales pitch woman. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the thing about that, though, is that when I watch that, that was on Todd Glass's podcast, for those of you who aren't yes. familiar. That's on YouTube as well as um, the Fifty Shades of Grey if you're interested in mm-hmm. checking those things yes, out. Yes, go check them out. And um, what should they search on YouTube to find it? Chelsea Peretti, QVC. And then what was the other one? Oh, Chelsea Peretti, Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades of, of Grey. Grey. Yes. Um, the thing is that when I watch QVC for long enough, even though it's total crap that they're mm. hawking, I will eventually, like, I'm a pretty easy sell. I'll you buy stuff? No, no, no. I've never, ever, uh. ever bought anything from TV. But I have, I'll all of a sudden be like, you know, maybe I do want that thing. No, sometimes, sometimes you're like, God, you know, it makes you want to buy it, definitely. Because it's like just someone is persuading you for yes. an hour straight. You're like, oh, I guess, you know. Right. But... I'm I don't sure do any of the things they mention. I don't have a summer party. I don't do yeah, this, yeah. you know, but I feel like maybe I could if I had that, whatever it is. You should. You should buy everything. Have you ever bought anything from TV? No. Never, no. ever. I don't think so. I mean, I buy things off Amazon, but I don't know. I'm usually obsessing on the personalities. Like, I'm barely, like, the product is so secondary for those shows. For me, I'm just obsessed with these ladies and this weird skill set of being able to talk about one inane thing in a million different ways. It's just so fascinating to me. I can, and I've always been like that. That I can watch and also, like, those ministers. A lot of the, like, real eccentric Mm. minister type things on TV. Me and my dad used to watch those and he also, like, he's kind of a funny guy and he would be, like, obsessed with these different characters. What does your dad do? He's uh, retired now, but he was a criminal defense attorney. Mm. That's why I'm so conservative politically. (laughs) Uh, My sister is a public defender. And and, uh, and she can't watch Law & Order because she feels like it's so skewed. That's funny. My dad doesn't watch it because he's just like, it's boring. He's like, the criminal mind is boring. If you see it enough after so many years, it's not like intriguing or whatever. It's very predictable and boring. And I, I thought that was so interesting. 
hmm. once, but not anymore. <laughs> it doesn't feel interesting right now. I'm riveted. <laughs> I think it's interesting. <laughs> okay. Your eyes seemed sort of like a little crispy creamed glaze. <laughs> <laughs> mm, how good does that sound right now? Crispy cream. Remember that heyday? Yes. What happened Whatever to that? Happened? Everyone was, they, yeah. they acted like they had discovered them. No, the donut was born again with Krispy cream, And then now it's just like they shut down all their factories. It's like, I don't know. It's weird. Did like big hostess put them out of business or something? I hope not. Hostess doesn't make a fresh donut, do they? No, but I see, Chris, I, I don't eat donuts a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I actually, I don't think I would ever go buy a donut. Mm. But if there's one around, then I, I might tell myself, would. okay. I might, I'll go to Chris Dunkin' Donuts, oh. grab me a little um, chocolate glazed at times. Get mm. a little coffee, a little chocolate glazed, <laughs> maybe a donut hole or two. When I have no willpower, I'll do that. It's hard at airports sometimes. Yeah, well, because that's all they have. Airports, there's just like they're getting more health food now, but it's like it's so like you want to be like, there's no rules here. I don't know what it is. Right, it's, it's like you're at sea or something. Yeah. I, yes, yeah. But it's if a, you travel too much, you just can't do that. You're just going to kill yourself. Well, it's that thing with if you're up in the middle of the night, there's that idea or like working weird hours, is that, there's that idea that like, well, food you eat at this hour doesn't count. Mm. Uh, and yet... It does. It really does. (laughs) And yet. And yet it does. Okay. Uh, Just me or everyone. Now, speaking of not making effort, Elaine Christian says, for some stupid reason, I stopped making the effort to fart silently when I have on my earbuds. Hmm. This reminds me of a story that I I think I've shared before Hmm. that uh, my friend was studying at the library. That shows you how long ago it was. And he was listening to Sunny Day Real Estate, and he realized he had to go when, over the music, he heard his own fart. Hmm. That's, well, that's kind of weird to me. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really relate, but I will say I hate people with earbuds as pedestrians because anytime someone is too close to my personal space or, like, walking up right behind me in a way that, as an animal, you would not normally do – it's because they have earbuds in. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes like people violate the animalistic rules of personal space. And, and it's every single time it's earbuds. And I hate that. And I hate it. I they be- hate it. <laughs> they become human moths. Earbuds. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Wait, are you, but you're never the person who's invading someone's space? I never do anything wrong. <laughs> I'm always kind of, you know... On right. the good side. Right. No, I'm sure I do, but I'm, you know, one of those people that hates, like, I hate pedestrians when I'm driving and I hate drivers when I'm a pedestrian and I yes. see no conflict. You know see, what I mean? See, this can go back on our list. <laughs> I hate almost everyone and everything all the time, too, yeah. except that I also hate people who hate everything and everyone because it's right. like, why be like because that? Because you got to keep it positive <laughs> at the end of the day. Exactly. I think that this one, this person who said, um, have to sleep nap with a blanket regardless of weather. I hear that too. It's yes. like you have to have a covering. It feels really weird to just sleep on a bed with no blanket. Yeah. I actually like to make it cold in my place. Ideally, I would make it very cold where I'm sleeping and then turn on the electric blanket. Oh, see, now this is a very guy thing, I feel like. that guys always want an ice cold room and then a duvet where it's like 500 degrees under there. It just feels good I on my balls. I break out into crazy sweats when I'm in those situations. Like, I will just start sweating and I hate it. So, mm. like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of um, AC. Cool. <laughs> and then that, another riveting opinion. <laughs> well... 
All right. No, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to do another one of these. Okay. Um, uh, Gar Jen Jennings says, is it just me? When I walk up to a door, I try to use telekinetic powers to open the door, even though I know it won't work. No, I, that's just him. I think that's just him. That's like crazy talk. Yeah. <laughs> is that the guy who just called in? No. But, but maybe. Okay. Gary Mercer, ensure that we're heading into the crazy territory. Ensure every last Cheerio has been emptied from the bag as I anthropomorphize them thinking they'd feel behind. They'd feel left behind. Yeah, I don't do that. Although one time I did feel sad about throwing out a perfectly good sock mm-hmm. because its mate had a you know big yeah. hole in it. Felt like a you know isn't there a use for this one sock? But there there's not. There wasn't. I just threw out a bunch of new socks because I bought all these cute little socks, but they were like too tight around my ankles, and I just threw them all straight in the trash without ever wearing them. I think that's good. Get rid of that yeah. sock clutter, you know? Yeah. Someone was telling me that you should throw out all your socks and underwear like every four years or something. Kind of a cool idea for rich people. Yeah. I. Uh, that's like when they say you should get rid of your makeup like every two to three months or whatever. No, they don't can say do. that. But no. No, no can, can do. do. What's this I'm eyeliner that you, that you use? Oh, this is um, – it's Trish. <laughs> No. How can people give a nickname to the make their make of uh, makeup? Or yeah, something? Trish McAvoy hmm. cake liner or something. And I've had this eyeliner for way longer than you're supposed to keep makeup. Mm. You do kind? a good job. I mean, Thank it's a you. sure hand. It's a steady, sure hand that is able to do a cat eye like that. Thank you. What kind are you wearing? Mine is L'Oreal. Hmm. Yeah. But is it is it a pencil? Is it liquid? This one is a pen. Like one of those felt tip oh, kind of pen situations. I've seen those, but I've never used one. But I also use their the regular like crayon one too. I don't know. Is L'Oreal your your go to? No, I just had a friend who always wore eyeliner, and that's what she used. So I just copied her. Hmm. But um, no, I use all different kinds of. I don't have really tons of brand loyalty. I use Chanel and Dior stuff, but I also use a lot of L'Oreal is the cheap one that I like for the whatever. Now, have you noticed, tell me if this is how it is with your guy friends. My guy friends all use upscale um, products. Mm. And it's not like they're all a bunch of metrosexuals, which is a term I don't use very often. And I'm not sure how I feel about the fact that I just used it. <laughs> you regret it right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just, well, I'm thinking about it. It is an annoying term because sometimes it is the succinct way to say what you want to say. But it, yeah, no one feels yeah. good saying no, it. No, and it actually... What bothers me most, though, is when guys <laughs> refer to themselves as metrosexual. Yeah. Like that's, you can't, no, you can't do that. That's something for other people to say about mm. you in a not good way. Right. But anyway, yeah. It's not yeah. something to embrace. Most guys I know, if you go into their bathroom, it's like all, you know, department store hmm. stuff. Is that not how it is with your friends? I don't know. I don't think so. But maybe because they're all comedians. Like, they're not really, like, living the lavish life necessarily, all of them. But most of my, well, Okay. I, most of my friends are, are G- Gary. What do you use? Um, I, the only thing that's remotely different or upscale is my gel. Everything else I can get. <laughs> What's at Ralph's. an upscale I gel? Don't I don't know. I, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess the way the reason I I feel so stupid right now. I guess the reason that I said it that way is because gel is the only thing that I have to go to like a beauty supply place to get. This qualifies in spades and proves what I'm saying. <laughs> what is the gel? Yeah, and where do you go? I don't know. Uh, it's 
It's just this. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. I think it's called. It's uh, like a top shelf gel. They're like, yes, sir, right away, sir. <laughs> they reach up. Oh, James a, will be right with you. He has a special gel valet. It's yeah. like this fucking neon blue too. So I look like such an asshole, like walking up to the counter with it because it's like yeah. the brightest color in the whole store. But uh, yeah. When did you first buy it, and why? My roommate used it in college, mm. and uh, I rich just, guy. I, yeah, very. And, it's uh, such a good – it is a selling point. Like if you see a rich person using a product, you're like, oh, they must have the best. Right. Like the, that's – yeah. I don't know. I just used his one day and liked it and then just ever since. Where what happened? Buy- no. Oh. no, you go. You go first. There's a lot of interest in my gel. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you don't wear gel? Good question. I look like I didn't shower, hmm. I think. I don't know. My hair is just – it's, I don't know. You it's, ever do a severe side part like that Kardashian <laughs> brother? <laughs> Not that bad, but there are definitely pictures of me from when I was younger. That was my style. Uh-huh. That was my steez. Yeah, you should mix it up sometimes if you have the gel. <laughs> might as well go yeah. for it. Now, do a middle part. <laughs> <laughs> Slicked forward and down. <laughs> Where do you buy this gel? Uh, the last time I bought it was a beauty supply store next to the Ralph's on Ventura and Vineland. Oh, you took it to a special beauty supply. Yeah. Planet, you're gonna have Planet to, Beauty, I think it was called. I've what been up? to a Planet Beauty. Um, you're going to have to tell us the brand. I feel, is it, is it's it called Moroccan short, oil? It's called Short Sexy Hair. <laughs> See, and that's why I was avoiding it right there. <laughs> that little laugh out of Chelsea was exactly <laughs> why I was avoiding saying it out loud. She's right. That's funny because I was going to say you do have short, sexy hair. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I believe occasionally you can get that kind of product at like a CVS or Rite Aid, but it's behind the, the like locked up thing. Uh oh. So she's like saying your booze? thing isn't very luxury. <laughs> uh, <I laughs> no, that's not. That's I don't not know. what I was trying to say. I was just uh, showing that I'm familiar with. Yeah, I just I felt left out, you know, mm, trying to okay. get in there. I'm sorry. Listen, you go, if go my gel is thing. like a high-end bottle of booze, that's pretty classy. Yeah, but it's gel. So? I don't... Do you use gel, Chels? Um, <laughs> I just decided... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. That was a leap. E? I, see, I'm saying it now. E? I just Take put big pauses. <laughs> I put big pauses in the middle of words. See, I just said the rest of your name. <laughs> Chell? Um, I don't use gel. Um, I'm trying to remain respectful that you do use gel and not say anything um, disrespectful. No, I just let him have it. No, you know what? Who probably uses gel? Ryan Gosling. (laughs) I'm trying to keep it paused. Can you tell? Yeah, I'm overusing that term. K I P Kip. Keep Keep it it pause. I like talking gel with Chell. Gel? Gel with gel. Do you have a jingle for it? <laughs> oh, my God. Wouldn't Trapped that be on. great if we already did, though? Um, and you know what else is great? I need to, yeah, no, to give a little love to one of our great sponsors. Go to meeting with uh, HD Faces by Citrix. It's summer. It's hot. You're on vacation. You're working short days. You don't want to have to go in the office and have some kind of meeting with the people that you work with because, first of all, you work with them, so the less time spent face-to-face with them in person, the better. And second of all, you don't want to have to go to your office because especially during the summer, then when you have to use the little key card to get in, this is based on my knowledge of how offices work, they have key cards. 
the air conditioner is not going to be on. It's going to smell. <laughs> what is this an ad for? You're going <laughs> to you're gonna see a bug. It's an ad for not going into the office by using GoToMeeting with HD faces on your computer, which is a way to have a meeting on your computer or your iPad or your iPhone. And you can see the people that you're meeting with face to face. You see their faces in really good quality because there's the HD and you can hear them and you can talk to them from wherever you are and you can even share documents on it. So if you have to have some kind of meeting, which you're going to because even though it's summer, it's not like school. It's not like they say, come back in three months. You still have to work. So you have to talk about work. But now you don't have to leave the comfort of your canopy or your hammock or your coffee house or your um, some kind of house. lanai or wherever you <laughs> Where find are we? Your... Amsterdam? <laughs> yeah. Coffee you, house. Yeah, exactly. Or your cafe. Yes. Yeah, it's really awesome. I mean, aside from the, the uh, HD video and stuff, there's also a chat feature. So you can, like, do instant messaging if you need to. And you can do it to a specific person. Right. Like, you can be having a meeting with people and you can be talking about them at the same time. Right. I mean, we were, we were having a meeting earlier and I had a question that I needed to ask Allison. Mm-hmm. But it would have looked unprofessional to ask in front of all the people that were on the meeting. So I right. just sent her a personal IM and she shot it back to me and then yeah. we were able, and I, I wrote was back able to, and I said, Gary, I don't know how many planet beauty locations there are. Just Google it. Blowing up my spot. Yeah. Come on. So yeah, it's really cool. It's, it does not break down. It's built for business and it just, it runs and it hums. It's really, it's a very, very nice product. Allison's now smiling. Cause I said it, it hums. runs and hums. Runs and hums. That's good. That's good. Work but, smarter. Th- Sorry, go ahead. But yeah, it's it's awesome, and uh, we've used it several times, and it's, yes. it, it always works flawlessly. And Michael from Citrix is someone that we could not have more appreciation for. Um, he's super awesome, and Go to Meeting by Citrix is super awesome, and, and you're super awesome. If you want to sign up for the free trial for 30 days, work smarter this summer with Go to Meeting with HD Faces. My listeners can try it free for 30 days. Don't wait for this special offer. Visit gotomeeting.com and click on the Try It Free button and use the promo code Allison. That's me. That's why it's Allison. Be sure to use the promo code Allison. Um, and as I said last time, they are tracking how many people are going to be using this code from listening to my show. So the more you sign up, the more that helps the show. Um, go ahead and do it. That would be awesome. And now it's time for the hey. hey yes. Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. Chelsea. Yes. This is a segment where we tell people who need to be told a certain thing to do it again, Gary. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. I got a lot of satisfaction at the beginning of when I would when I started doing this, it was very cathartic. However, now that I've avoided, I, I, there's a whole ongoing thing of me and reading message boards uh-huh. and how much I shouldn't do it because it uh, makes me sad right. and it doesn't do anything good for me other than um, give me material for this segment. But mm-hmm. actually, the reading of the boards started much before this segment did, and I find like I had my last hate binge, so to speak. I don't know how how long ago, but um, I just like it just. You know, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, so I just, I was like, I, it was so 12-steppy. I was like, I'm not going to read read this for the rest of the day. Just, just going to do one day. And I did it. And then I haven't gone back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I'm not filled with as much, hey, go fuck yourself for random people. But every now and then, some comments still do get through. And uh, here's one. This guy has been up my ass all over the place. And I'm so fucking sick and tired of him. Here we go. These are a lot of comments about the last section of the sh- the last 
a few episodes ago. Bob Bryan saying the sombrero segment is the part of the show he likes least warrants a two-minute digression of fake laughs and mock affront, pushing 40, trying to work out a satisfactory narrative about, quote, my boyfriend, histrionic reactions to every critical comment by a stranger, pretending to be candid with vague references to, I used to pick the wrong guy. Actually, he wrote, I used a go pick the wrong guy, but I think he means I used to pick the wrong guy. An increasingly tedious formula. Either explain what the real consequences of I used to drink too much were or drop it. Hey, you motherfucking moron. Go fuck yourself. And here's where I now address everything in here. But, you know, not for too long. Just just a, the right amount of time that would be appropriate because I'm not dwelling. I'm, I'm KIP. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all. Bob Bryan said that when he said the sombrero segment is his least favorite part of the show, he intended that it's a joke and it came out wrong. And he realizes he was saying it, that it wasn't that funny. Um, but I think if you're going to come on a show and you're going to bash a segment even as a joke, it's kind of the duty of the host to uh, talk about that. So I don't think there were fake laughs in Mock Affront. And I'm also fucking tired of people ascribing motivation to things that I do it like what makes you think it was mock affront might have been genuine affront that it was mock also uh I just turned 37 so that's not pushing 40 although even if I were pushing 40 why is that bad and I have a feeling if I were 27 you'd say the same thing but pushing 30 so um okay and satisfy I don't know what you mean by satisfactory narrative about my boyfriend unless you're suggesting that he doesn't actually exist which um well I think he does and but that wasn't a very I, – I didn't have a good comeback to that. I don't really have good comebacks to the rest of it because um, – because – let's see. Because uh, – well, in terms of either explain what the real consequences of I used to drink too much were or drop it, I don't know what it is you're looking for me to say. I do go into the details of my past quite a bit. So, hey. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself kind of lacked the punch of some of my earlier ones. <laughs> but anyway, is there anyone that you need to tell anything to? You don't no, have to. No, I do it, and I already do it <laughs> in the moment. I've... That's good. You don't let it fester. Yeah, I don't have anything festering right now. Right. In general? In I... fact, someone just said, I had a tweet that I don't like baseball, and I said, you know, whenever you say you don't like baseball, people are like, oh, but you got to go to a game. I go, no, I'm not going to go to a game because I don't like baseball. <laughs> I don't know what part we miscommunicated on. And then someone just wrote to me, why don't you like baseball? Uh, you think it's, why do you think it's boring? I guess you haven't read your own tweets lately. And while oh, you were burn. doing that, I just blocked that person. It's like, cool, here you go. I'll de-access you <laughs> to my yeah. boring tweets. But it's like, who? why would someone be so riled up that a person they don't know doesn't like this sport? If you like it, great. Go watch baseball games. Yeah. I'm supposed to have, I, this is what drives me nuts with people on Twitter. It's like, or the internet in general. It's like, are we all supposed to have the same opinions? I'm supposed to like everything you like or you hate me? Like, I don't understand. Anyway, done. Well, what gets me is just how fast it goes to something negative. And I think that that's because you're in the Kip lifestyle. <laughs> right. But I, what I always think is that the mindset of, of a lot of these people is that, oh, you know, they're quote they're I've been doing too many quotes they're famous (laughs) so 
people must kiss their ass all the time. I'm going to distinguish myself right, by right. not. I mm-hmm. mean, that's the kind of person that actually would back down if you were to go back after them. You know, that's different than like a true hater. But uh, the thing that I like the most is actually someone just being nice. If you're going to say something to me on the internet, if you're nice, that's not boring to me. I think that's nice. Yeah, I know. People sometimes are like, you only respond to people who say rude things. Yeah, I get that too. And I'm like, no, I don't. I respond to people who say nice things too. You probably never have. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I don't respond when people say crazy sexual shit to me. I don't respond when like it's anything that seems like it could be a right. psychotic person yes. or a stalker. But if someone says something nice about my comedy or a joke that's funny, I'll respond. Yeah. But a lot of times, like, I don't think people, yeah, anyway, whatever. I also get a lot of, you never respond to my tweets. Do you get that one? And then I think, well, no, but I do sometimes. But then I don't want to respond right away because it's like I'm not going to play your game. I respond. Like, I'm pretty responsive, I feel like. As long as people aren't, like, really crazy, I usually will write back because I'm in airports too much. (laughs) I need entertainment. All right. Well, gosh, thank you so much, new best friend. Oh, God. Thank you. Um, th- yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about everything. And um, yeah. is there anything that we left out? Anything you want to say about where we can find you, what people should be looking out for? Well, I'm Chelsea Peretti. That's one R and two T's. Chelsea V. Peretti on Twitter. V as in Venus. What's it really for? Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. I say M as in Mary, but my middle name is Michelle. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> like, really, not the most intelligent two people. All right, well, thank you again. This has been delightful. And I want to thank all the listeners. Um, thank you so much. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. That's Allison Rosen's new best friend. It's not Arian Boyfriend. I know you're going to say that because you think it's funny, and it was funny the first time, but it's not funny anymore. Uh, you can follow Gary on Twitter at G Patrick Smith and there's Facebook pages for me and for the show and um, oh if you're going to buy something on Amazon which you are because they have everything uh, click through the banner on my website and then that helps this show out and it doesn't cost you anything extra and you can come see me um, live we're doing Alison Rosen's New Best Friend live August 9th at Nerdmount. The guest is the the uh, aforementioned Pete Holmes. Boo. <laughs> and musician Michael Rosas. It's 9 p.m. More info is on my website, alisonrosen.com. Love you, Pete. JK. <laughs> <laughs> JK to the boo. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> you want to know what my um, favorite tweet of yours is? Sure. It's one of my favorite of my favorites. It is... Um, are you a silly Billy? Serious answers only, please. <laughs> Can I tell you my favorite? Yeah. I can't. I think it was you that tweeted this, but it was an exchange that involved you, and I loved it. It was when you tweeted the screenshot of Pete asking you if the Hitler joke was too unfunny to tweet or, or uh-huh. offensive to tweet, <laughs> yeah. and you were like, he's like is this too offensive to tweet you're like offensively unfunny (laughs) offensively unfunny yes it is (laughs) he actually he was the guest on the very first episode of this podcast and he talked about that and really yeah he he talked about we i used to do a segment i occasionally still do called deleted tweets which is where we do talk about Mm. tweets that we like thought mine are always about farts and i'm always like i'm not gonna send that yeah um but he mentioned that one and then gary's like but wait I've seen that. (laughs) (laughs) That's because you had tweeted it. All right. Well, thank you again, Chels. Thank you, guys. That was fun. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Chels.
Al. Jell with Chell. Jell with Chell. New <laughs> podcast. We work on the song. We'll make it. That's right. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show?